We were born ready, right? Oh, yeah. Just like I, that. And we're back. I don't need a script. Hey, you know what? Doug is finally home. Welcome home. <laughs> yeah. Yay. For one day. <laughs> For one day. Yeah, leave well, in the morning. Well, hey, we're back with Survived. Doug, Karen, Chris. Are you sick? Uh, no, I'm not sick, but I lost my voice. That's, that's bourbon. It's, that's it's, no, bourbon. It's, it's lack of bourbon. <laughs> if you're sick, don't breathe on me but because me, we're going on vacation. Let me week. tell you, today my vacation started four weeks of chill the F out. So I'm here with you. I'm going to fight through it. I might have to clear my throat a couple times. Let me clear my throat. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got that theme song going already. We got enough theme songs. That's right. right. That's right. Tyrone. So Tyrone. we're here with Paul and there's another beautiful brew sitting in front of us. Paul, you want to tell us what we got? Yeah, this is a, this is a repeat. Uh, we've had this before. It's Cheyenne's Choice, which was the uh, uh, bourbon barrel aged uh, imperial stout that we did for Jazoo back in November. Uh, this is actually the very last of it. So oh, we were able to it. fill that crowler today. I love um, it. Chris and I had actually poured ourselves uh, glasses of it. Halfway through that, the keg blew, so we had to give up some of our beer to fill that crowler today. Oh, we appreciate um, it. So, but it's a 10 and a half ABV. Um, just, just, just delicious. Um, you know, nice 14, uh, year single barrel knob Creek bourbon. And, uh, you hear that bourbon, just awesome. Bourbon means God loves you. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, and I need to, uh, you'll see it. that the crowler can does not have a label on it. Uh, we've got new crowler cans uh, supposed to be delivered Wednesday with a new Eric Lamar graphic on them, and they are awesome. However, I do need to shout out to Play Alinda Brewing Company up in Titusville. They were kind enough to sell us some blank cans so we didn't have to go without in the oh, interim because cool. we ran out early last week, and uh, uh, Ron and Dylan from Play Alinda were kind enough to sell us some to get us through. So thank you guys. We appreciate it. Wow. So Dirty Ore um, is, continues to support us, continues to support law enforcement, first responders, firefighters, everybody, the whole community. And check that out. So another brewing company in Brevard County, hey, you got to find your way here. If you're not here, if you're not with us in Brevard, come and check us out. I mean, there's lots of new things happening. Um, the companies are taking care of each other. What a great time to, it's the holidays. We have a wonderful drink with some bourbon taste. I like that a whole yes, lot. I knew you'd enjoy it. I appreciate that. <laughs> and and Paul, if we wanted to find you, where are we going to find you at? Uh, we're at 329 King Street in Cocoa Village, just one block east of US 1 on 520. Uh, we're actually right next to Norman's uh, on the corner of 520 and Forest. Uh, open Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday through Sunday. And you got any big events coming up? Uh the biggest of all is Saturday night for your all holiday party. Oh, yeah. yeah. Party it out. Six o'clock. You guys be there. Dirty Ore. It's going to be a night. good time Saturday night. Oh, we love it. Yes. The best little ore house in town. Paul, yes. we thank you for everything that you do for yeah, us. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. Thank, hey, thank you. you again. Thank you. Yep. We're going to jump right into it. Doug is back. Um, the number has went up, and I say the number. The number of law enforcement completed suicides is up to... 211. 15. 215. I'm sorry. I checked today. Wow. 215 is what bluehelp.org is saying today. Right. I, wow. I just checked. Yeah, I was, it creeped up on me because like I saw 211 maybe a week ago and and then I said, let me check today because usually I hear about it or it comes across my thread, but 
whatever. Wow. Two fifteen is two that's, is too many. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And they're recent, obviously, you know. So, you know, this time of the year is um well, I just rough. read something today. You just cut me off I already. Did. I ain't been I back in a damn no. month. There and it you're is. cutting me off, Welcome man. Home. <laughs> Holy crap, man. God damn, I ain't been here and like got me cussing on Christmas. <laughs> That's all right. Using That's the Lord's right. name in vain. Sorry, God. She makes me like this, man. Holy freaking crap, man. Well, this kind of just goes along with the theme. Because we're going to persevere through <laughs> all of this, right? <laughs> Blow it off. Persevere, no, man. Oh, I, my God. I was going to say, I just read something today, um, and I can't remember where what I read it. But listen, I think this month alone there have been like Too many. 20, 20 completed, like somewhere in the 20s for completed suicides for law enforcement. Just the month of December alone. And I could be Sean Wyman, do you know how many um I've just seen Sean just come on the show. Hey buddy, do you know how many has been in the past month? Or what, is that what you were saying? In, just in, in December? December. Just in December. Because we're not even halfway well, we're just halfway through December. Today wow. is sixteenth. Yeah. yeah, that's that's tough. This and is a bad time of the year. Yeah. This Absolutely. was this was my time, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Or yep. it, it, yeah. right about, about this time because January is when you like really clicked but the very beginning of january so yeah this was about the time doug levine said i'm going to hell with the rest of them <laughs> <laughs> at least not I won't me be, at least i won't be alone your ass will be there with me listen i just want to give a shout out to um linda ryan who said she loves my shirt <laughs> stupid so ass cat so i have to thanks linda cat for the kitty mm-hmm. yeah kitty cat over here i'd usually meow but my high-pitched vocal cords <laughs> know, don't you work got, right you now. got that sexy 1-800 voice yeah kid. oh yeah talk to you get that that barry white voice yeah. going deep time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get six christmas songs on there that's it that's what that's what made howard stern like famous women sitting on the uh with that bass, you know, getting the, getting really deep, you know, yeah. So um, the theme is, and actually, I want to take a quick second. We um, got to spend some time with my team at work um, this past mm-hmm. weekend, and, and what a, and a great group of people. Our team or yeah, your team? Uh, my my team, the new team that I'm a part of, and uh, they came together on Saturday to work a case and did an amazing job. Um, right here through the holidays to make sure a family gets closure. And I, I just want people to know that, you know, law enforcement officers, first responders in general, they pour their hearts out and, and they, they do it and they continue to do it, not for their own gratification, but to help the families. And, and in not an easy time either. I mean, we're, we're in the holiday season. We should be loving the hell out of each other. And, you know, when, when uh, somebody gets killed, that team comes together and they work their butts off. They they work nonstop, and just what an incredible group of men and women that that worked on their days off and nonstop to make sure that they they completed that and they did a, an incredible job. So and you guys had a homicide. Yeah, and uh, it's just just amazing to watch them all work and how efficient, and effective they are. Um, it's it's an honor to be a part of that group. And uh, Doug Levine, he actually leads the the forefront on that. And you know. You get that daddy time and he just lets us work and uh, so as gruff and grumpy as he is I gotta say I appreciate the hell out of you because uh, you make a difference in all of our lives so oh yeah absolutely so who are we gonna kick this off 
Yeah. Are you going to do it? Yeah. How, how are you I don't know. Do I've been it? gone so long. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. So <laughs> I'm just keep looking at Karen waiting for her to cut me off again. I was going to like, I was ready. You were ready. Yeah. I was ready. And I I'll, started and I'll she just, just shut I'll, me down. I'll judo chop her if she comes at you again. Yeah. yeah. Judy chop. There goes your arm. See? <laughs> so um, the, the theme of this week is perseverance. Persevere through all that we get through, we go through, and not only at work, but in our personal lives, um, it's not easy. It's not easy to, especially during the holiday season, um, to get that phone call, to go to work, um, to stay connected. I started my first day of vacation today, and I was like, I was completely unplugged. But the world doesn't stop. My little girls had to get to school. They had to get picked up. They, they had to have that daddy time. And then we, we still got to plug into, you know, our adult lives and what matters. And, you know, finishing up on a homicide, there's still phone calls that you got to take and all that other stuff. Oh, it just yeah. doesn't stop. So um, I had a lot of time to reflect today on, on what perseverance looks like. And I can tell you, maybe when we stop and we don't push through, that's when shit gets serious, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're, we're our own enemies and we get lost in our own thoughts and what makes us um, who we are and, and why we do it. And, and honestly, a lot of times that's not a pretty picture. Mm -hmm. What we look like to ourselves, you know, the world doesn't see our hurt, our pain, any of that. And how do we get through it? And I think we've kind of highlighted in every single one. I mean, you got to have a, a group of people uh, to communicate with. You got to have family members that you can lean on. You got to have a strong mind, a healthy mind, a healthy body to continue to fight through. Um, and you just can't stop. I know that um, the more that I fill up my mind with whether it's um, reading or spiritually praying, I'm listening to positive music. I can get into some great music, some hate music for white kids, like Eminem would say. Um, but I don't get stuck in that. I got to find a way to fill my cup. And that's what continues to help us all push through what we got going on. Um, you know, Doug, Doug's going to face some challenges here in the next month with surgery. Um, mm -hmm. and, and there's a lot of positive things coming on at that same exact time, the first responder 5k, what a great event. Um, and he's going to have to persevere through the pain, the agony and continue to march down the road making the connections and the changes um, and helping people to engage uh, where they're at and what they're doing. So I, I think my message and perseverance is don't stop. Don't let that quiet time, that, that time that you're all, all by yourself left to think and to think about who you are and what you've done to take you down that negative road. And I know that that's easier said than done, but find the goodness, find the good stuff and reach out, reach out and tell, I, I mean, and it, it's always a great time to pick up the phone, look through your contacts and say, oh shit, I haven't talked to him in forever. Let me call him and say, uh, I mean, I, I, uh, I miss you. I, I hope you're doing well. I've actually, since we've started this podcast, reconnected with quite a few people. And what a great feeling. Mm -hmm. It's a great feeling that, that people are now, I'm seeing them pick up the phone and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you today. I can't can't necessarily talk to you, but I hope you're well. And, and it helps me. I mean, I even feel great about it, too. And, I, you know, we're the ones sitting here saying this, but my support group has gotten better. It, it's gotten even bigger. And I'm, I'm talking to every one of you 
listening or that will listen later on that that makes the difference um because i can tell you it's not all just rainbows and butterflies for me either i mean um i've been very blessed in a lot of endeavors that i've been able to take but there's a lot of challenges and everything else that we face <laughs> gender reassignment surgery it freaking Chris, man. I he's, love that. He's ragging out my shirt. But this shirt used to be big on me, Chris, but I've gotten puffy over the past few weeks. Yeah. Like all this travel I'm doing, I eat too good. My buddy Thayer feeds me like I'm. I like, love that. Yeah, it's not going to go over so well once I have that surgery on my blub like a tick. Maybe I get some lipo while I'm under the knife. Oh, I love that. Just shave it off. Yeah, just I got a little bit. Just of take the back. I got off. side titty kicking <laughs> over here. I need to get sucked. That out. side boob. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So. <laughs> Um, what, babe? God dang it again, man. Like, every time I take a breath, Chris, what have y'all done to me? No, go, go. Well, you know what it was. She wasn't even going to come tonight. And I was like, she goes, you sure you want me to? And I, like, I, I didn't want to be rude. I had things to do. There's you nothing did, more important than she had Doug to come, right? right? Now. Yeah, thank you. It's all about <laughs> yeah, me. Absolutely. And I was like, no, baby. How you, dare you, you? Yeah, you can come if you want. And all the while, I'm like, great. I'm never going to get two words in if she comes. <laughs> She misses me so much, I guess she feels like... Go ahead. I forgot. Since you've ruined the show. I forgot. (laughs) Go ahead and just ruin it some more. You take that back, Karen. Right now. I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, you just wanted to talk. You want to tell everybody about your cat shirt, you know, or cat socks or something. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. Anyway, so, like, I have a message. Can I... Can can I... Oh, uh, y'all, y'all buckle up. Doug yeah. said he had a message. I, I love this message. message. So one of the things I wanted to say, what, what you were leaning on, Chris, is, you know, reaching out and, and that support system, which Kevin just typed in there, you know, that it's important to have that support system as a first responder. But the, the key is during this time of the year, it always cracks me up. You get the Christmas morning, I get the 101 text or the f- messengers of, you know, Merry Christmas to all the people, that type of stuff. Karen said something the other day, like, we got Christmas cards this year, which is a shocker because nobody takes the time to call anymore. Nobody takes the time to send cards anymore. And it's like, oh, I'm too busy, man. Well, that's a crock of crap because back in the day before all this, we did take the time to do it. So, you know, you can, like I always say, make a list. You know, make a list of people. And um, like Saturday, I drove two and a half hours just to go see my brother for a couple minutes just because awesome. you know, I'm not going to see him on Christmas, right? I mean, it wasn't easy. I don't like to drive. You know, right. I travel all the time, but it was important for me to at least have that contact with him. Right. But it's super important that you do it. And when you, and, and you mean it. It's just like the old standard, you know, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah I'm good, right? Don't say it unless yeah. you mean it. Yeah, you know, you, you got to mean it. You got you to gotta reach out and do it. And, and to persevere, I mean, that's obviously not with the definition of persevering, but this is an important time of the year. As we were talking, I got a text from somebody out in Texas who needs, who needs some help. So obviously, it's, it's a bad time of the year. It was a bad time of the year. This is still a horrible time of the year for me. I don't, we haven't really done holidays in what, five years? How long has it been since Cameron's been gone? Five years? So Six. I just don't, I just don't like this time of the year. I always leave during the holidays because, you know, it, it, this was one of the last times I saw my son right. was right around Christmas. So, um, yeah, it's, it's rough. But the key to persevering is, for me, 
it was I was known for perseverance. Shit, I got the word tattooed on the side of my body. But as much as I could persevere in this arena, like running marathons and Ironman and all the crap that we used to do at work, I couldn't, it was, I was so exhausted mentally that I didn't have the strength or the energy. And when I say energy, like physical energy, I was never short of, but mental energy can deplete anything. Everything. You you could be yeah. pumped up full of steroids and physical uh, right. uh, energy can just suck the life out of you. And that's what I didn't have to persevere. But I'm uh, if, if I had to define something in my background, would you agree that that's me? If I had to put one word, because um, that's what I've always done. When I got out of treatment, the first thing I did with no training was fly to San Francisco and swim from Alcatraz. For me, not to show off to anybody, who cares, right? I've got all those medals. This was just for my mind to say, hey, listen, if if I can do this, then I know I still have it in me. Well, I got about halfway across the bay, and I was like, oh, crap, I don't think I'm going to make it. I think I got a cramp. Until I saw a shark, then I was out of there. But um, that's the the, – you've got to reach down into your deep, deep – go ahead, babe. I, no, I can't I'm even take it to, no more, man. Yeah, You're no, stressing me out. I'm going to jump in because you sure. said something, and, and this happens with you. I'm you, persevering through my marriage right now. That's it. Right? <laughs> it's like... I'm at Santa Claus for a trade-in. You, I, you are. I know you're not going to. So um, let, let's just get that you straight sound, right there. Sound <laughs> sound <laughs> sound <laughs> yeah. Don't don't be silly. <laughs> he'd he'd starve to death. And um, you said something, Chris, about when you are sitting there by yourself, and huh. and there's nothing going on, and it's quiet time, and and that's when for some people it can be really really hard. And for you, those are your hardest moments when you are sitting at home by yourself and there's nobody there. There are times where, you know, Doug will say, I, I can't, you know, I can't wait for you to get home just so that there's somebody to talk to. Right. Um, right. So those really are the hardest times for you. And for somebody who is, is struggling, that is when it becomes very difficult to to grasp onto that perseverance and to and to think to yourself that I can get through that. So that's when people need to come in and and really rally around and get those support systems for for our brothers and sisters because it can be very difficult. Doug is the type of person who I tell him all the time. He does. He perseveres through everything. Um, we have this back surgery coming up. Are, is he worried about it? I love how Abs- he said we. We, we I, I mean, we're a team. Yeah. We do everything together. When, you know, last year when he had his shoulder surgery, that almost killed him. We got through it together. Um, and, and we've got this back surgery coming up, and I'm terrified of it. I know what we went through last year with his surgery, and that was horrible. This is terrifying to me. Um, not you know not only because there's risk of infection involved and we've already dealt with that but there's risk of a lot of other things involved so I'm terrified he's you're nervous because he says he knows that he's gonna you know it's gonna be handed to him and he's gonna be down and he doesn't like to be down Um, but together we're gonna persevere through that but it doesn't mean that it's not gonna be hard it doesn't mean that it's not gonna be scary it doesn't mean that there um, aren't going to be 
some really, really tough days and some tough times, but we're trying to mentally prepare for it so that we can get through it. So let's uh, let's uh, let's look into that really quick. So when Doug has surgery and he's sitting his lazy butt in the hospital and he can't do anything, how much time do you give him to to himself? In the hospital? Yeah. Um I I don't leave his side. Well, so you, so you hear that. So what what I'm getting at is, you know, that downtime, that quiet time you don't have to be by yourself. No. And that's that's a way to get through it is take your partner, your soldier, whoever that person is, and cling to them. Have those conversations. When you see that person getting shitty in bed and slumping down and like, oh, I'm hurting. Yeah, okay, well, let's take the next step. Let's do whatever we got to do. Let's change the subject. Let's talk about something. Let's engage our brains. Let's make make a change in that moment to make it through go ahead or let's talk about it let's talk about no fuck that i don't want to talk about it (laughs) 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 i'm sorry (laughs) i it took it took a second for that to click um (laughs) you know sometimes you need to talk about what really is going on and and sometimes that helps um it helps for you to process it you know if you talk about what's going on and what's bothering you um so i don't ever have a chance to talk so i don't know what she's talking about i have to fly to seattle to see my therapist (laughs) (laughs) i I, like i literally had to fly to seattle last week to talk to my therapist because i i needed to process this this right here yeah thousand dollar plane ticket just to get to talk to my therapist just so you could talk apparently (laughs) don't be an asshole (laughs) don't be an asshole Hey, we're uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We appreciate everybody listening. Call a friend, reach out. We'll be right back. Doug, Karen, Chris, Jesse, Paul. Listening to Space Coast Podcast, home of the greatest podcasts on the Space Coast. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor or having your own show, email us at spacecoastpodcast at hotmail.com. Space Coast Podcast. Talk hard. Hey, it's Vinny with the Vinny Marino Podcast Show. I want you to join me Wednesday evenings as we tackle all the crazy headlines and uncover what's missing. Also, we will have exciting guests from our community who have seen it all and not afraid to spill the beans about it. And finally, we can't forget about Vinny's top rants and raves about traffic, restaurants, and events. Join us on Facebook as we go live and take you behind the scenes of each show and let you be a part of it. It's the Vinny Marino Podcast Show, raw, unedited talk all the time, straight to your dome. Live from the Space Coast Podcast Studios. Listen everywhere you find podcasts. Steven. Well, yes, Christopher. What are you doing? I am scribing down some ideas for the next podcast of the Black Dog Confessional. Oh, hmm. Mitzi had spoke of that. 
She said it is rather wonderful. Well, you know, we tried to succeed, Christopher. We tried to succeed. We're talking about all the proper etiquette techniques that we can this week. Hmm. Do you think everyone is listening? I definitely believe so, Christopher. Well, hmm, if they're not... They better get on the game! Two, one, one, two, three. Karen said, all of you guys that run your wife's off and talk about your wives are going to be mad when they say, screw it. No, no, we're not. We're going to be happy. Party time. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> throw a hip out. How about that? I <laughs> 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 got you. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Survived on the Space Coast podcast. Doug Mond is back with us. Welcome home. Karen with her cat shirt and her Santa hat, and uh, I'm on vacation with losing my voice, so it couldn't get much better than this. That's all right. You ain't got nobody to talk to. That's right. talked so much during that homicide that you probably wore your voice out. Yeah. I had to call him the other day and check on him. because He saw a picture of me. He said, you look stressed the F out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know that it's a hard transition what you made. You know what I mean? To yeah. go from, I mean, even though you're still in the ivory tower, it's still, you went from some freedom to, and you know, like a lot of people don't realize, like you're in the detective bureau, you, you have the moments where, yeah, you can go take a two hour lunch, but when the bottom drops out, you're there until the party's over. Yeah. And there's it, no going home. It's, it's a lot of mental labor. And that's what, you know, that's why I take a month off. I, I probably, well, we'll see what the year looks like. Um, I, after being in community policing for four years, and, and that's a lot of what I've done over the last couple of weeks. I've actually um, came back to help the team, but um, you know, I stepped away to make sure that um, I could help uh, my replacement in community policing uh, work through the holiday season. We're gonna help over um, 2,000 kids. So wow. to, to make that happen and the volume of toys and the volume of giving that we receive, um, it's a lot of work, and I couldn't just uh, kick the person out there by themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Levine's been, you know, very courteous and kind to allow us to uh, l- allow me to go help her as in, in that transition time. Uh, so running back and forth, trying to figure out whether I'm coming or going. Um, I, I took a month off, and I, I've done that consecutively over the last couple of years because I call it decision-making overload. Mm-hmm. having to tell everybody what to do where to go how to do it it's like we don't we get to the holiday season and, and they're overwhelmed and what do i get my loved one where i where am i going to go what am i going to do that they they take down that basically they pull a plug out and they say okay now you make the decision for me i'm not thinking mm-hmm. and so i found myself making significantly more decisions than i ever had to so i said the way to unplug for me was wipe it completely out take a whole month off love my family get rejuvenated reset and come back into the new year with a new plan and, and i do i spend four weeks of time to reflect um you know and, and come up with a new theme for the year for me personally and then professionally what that looks like um the the theme last year or for this year 2019 uh, i got from a, a dear friend of mine that worked at walmart um, he's and I don't know he maybe he's listening um, but one of the things that he said to me last Christmas was um, people first 
So I've tried to, you know, make the year about putting people first. And um, and that's helped me to grow. You know, when you put other people before you, um, and, and not just not just my spouse, not just my, my children, but, um, you know, wh- where I could find the time to, to plug in and, and put someone else ahead of me and think about what their life looked like and how I could help them and uh, help make something better for them or help take care of them or whatever that looked like. So my theme was people first. And, you know, the year before that, I couldn't even tell you. It feels like 365 days isn't enough. Um, and it just, we, we pack as much as we can into it. So I look forward to the new year coming and seeing what that looks like. But I can tell you, I don't quit. I don't lay down. I don't stop. Um, probably even in my dreams, Crystal tells me, my wife, Chris, you snore uncontrollably. And then, you, like your neck or something, you just stop. And she's like, I wait for that next breath, that next snore, because that's what keeps her sleeping. And, you know, maybe it's not snoring. It's called lullaby time. Lullaby time. <laughs> that's like called that? working hard and super that's tired. That's it. But... It's the same definition as perseverance. I mean, you're persevering through, you're chugging through everything. And a, a lot of it, too, is we, we two things. We put, um, we put a load on ourselves over the holidays to keep up and to make everybody happy. And to, especially if you got kids, you know, you stress yourself out. You know, I used to do that buy my kids a dirt bike and all the power wheels and all these, like, fancy gifts. And then they would get a $2, like, styrofoam plane, and that's what they'd play with for the next yes. three weeks, you know. Or the box. Or the box, <laughs> right? And, you know, you drive yourself crazy. and But, you know, you put that load on it. But on the, on the work side, one of the things I wanted to talk about, so tomorrow I'll be in Dade City, and I'm teaching administration. And one of the messages I got for him is, you know, you, you, your workers – whether you're police or fire dispatch, it doesn't really matter. You're, you're persevering, obviously, on a day-to-day basis. Just, like, people don't realize, and I do a whole segment on this, just the fact that you get your butt up every day and right. put a bulletproof vest on to go to work, or, or as a firefighter, that you know you got to put on protective gear to go into a building that's on fire. Right. Just that alone is enough because if you say that to most people, as you and I know, you, you, when, you, when we talk about the things we've done, like, oh, you got to be out of your damn mind. I ain't getting into, I don't like guns. I'm not getting no gunfight. And then we look at firefighters and go, man, a house is on fire. You must be out your damn mind, yeah, man. You, you deal with that. Let it burn, man. <laughs> yeah. They can build a new one, right? That would be my attitude. <laughs> Eventually it burns <laughs> right? out. You yeah, don't even you, need to put just, water on why it. Why even do it? But, you, you know, you... Just that alone, you, the, to persevere through that is right. a ton. I right. mean, that is enough to break the horse. It really is. But what I, w- one of the things that that even administration needs to consider when they're work, you know, with their workers are, is that they need to obviously learn to recognize when somebody is persevering through a hard time. I mean, the. the be, because obviously it's a crappy situation to be in. You, your boss has got a boss, and his boss got a boss, and they've got deadlines, and and the whole CYA thing in our industry. It's right. really the killer of our industry nowadays is CYA, because everything's about not offending anybody, not hurting anybody's feelings, and you know just that type of stuff. So they they need to be able to recognize that 
when their employees persevering. I mean, if you, 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 especially in our industry, and I always talk about this, you know, if your guys, if your guy was getting his butt kicked out in the middle of, of the field, would you turn your back and leave him? Just sit out there and growl? Hell no. You would come in there, you know, with full forces. Everybody shows up, everybody comes running. If it was us, we'd be coming with armored vehicles and shields and all type. We'd right. never leave our guys in the battlefield. Right. But when they're struggling on their own, what do we do? Oh, we, we turn our back you, and walk most away. Most supervisors. Hey, I got somewhere else to be. How many times in, in our conversations with a supervisor, don't even tell me about it. Yep. I don't even want to hear about it because I don't want to be involved in, you know, or an yep. IA or whatever. And you're like, come on, man, really? You know, it's, it's rare. One of the, uh, one of the last guys I worked for who was good like that was Gordon. Yeah, he made it a point to get into everybody's life and everybody and to sit down and talk to you. And in this day and age and with the, in the CYA era, everybody wants quick to document and quick to write you up and quick to freaking pass you on. And you got supervisors now who sit there all day and look at body cam video and call you in their office and go, hey, I saw you do this. I saw you do that. Right. And, and what they're doing is they're they're in continually putting a larger load on their guy and so what takes place is just as you're coming up for a breath of air you're getting slapped in the face with something else right and then how do you persevere through that personally i mean personally that's where the load comes and you know and, and and unfortunately when it rains it pours is that the saying oh yeah yeah absolutely it always comes like in in a truckload and you know my biggest segment obviously is the wheelbarrow effect i always tell guys man you got to dump your wheelbarrow you got to lighten the load on yourself and how do you do it when you just keep on getting dumped on and dumped on so it is you know it's critical and how do you do it i mean one of the things we have to learn is to recognize it within our guys And, you know, instead of walking down the hallway and seeing the grumpy dude like I used to be and going, he's just an asshole. Right. You know, instead of going, hey, pulling him aside and going, hey, because the funniest thing is, man, in, in our careers, right, any kind of first responder career, the, what we do the most is we go up on a scene and we show compassion. It, it, listen, you, we all know how I was out there, but I still right. had compassion for Absolutely. people. Hey man, let me help you. What can I do for you? Let me talk to you. Come talk to me over here. But we don't do that to ourselves because you know that's not what we do. We don't have We're those conversations. Yeah. We're big and tough, yeah. and we do that with people that we don't even know, right? Right. We don't even know. Them. It's easy because they you, don't even like us. Okay, they don't like us, but they don't judge us. You know, that's like oh, I don't give a shit what they think, but you know, um, so I can be compassionate with that person because they don't they don't know me but if if i'm compassionate with you if i if i tell you where i'm at today or three weeks ago (coughs) sorry i had to clear my throat um or three weeks ago then you might think i'm weak and if you think i'm weak then i can't work with you because you're maybe you go and tell somebody uh chris is weak man he told me that he loved me and he thought that uh that call really bothered him yeah and and then which for the most part, really isn't the case. But that's right. the Kevin just sorry to cut you off, Chris. No, no but Kevin just said, "Let go of your ego, and talk with your support group." That he couldn't have said it any better. Because yeah. th- th- listen, when is your? Are you all right, babe? I I've got 
What? No, no, I didn't say jump in. I just asked. <laughs> I'm going to have yes. to jump in in a minute. Finish with Kevin because we actually talked about that on the last podcast. Um, so, all right, step back a minute. You're stressing me out. <laughs> so, because I need to see Chris. That's right. So, it, it, when does your ego, and I'm probably guilty of this too, when does your ego become more important? than your compassion and your love for your fellow workers. And, and I can tell you, and I can actually speak for absolutely everything you just said, it's not your ego. Because even in the shittiest of moments or the best of moments, you walked into the police department and you said, screw that. Someone extends their hand to shake it. And you said, I don't do that crap. Come on, we hug it out, right? Yeah. He said, I don't do that crap. You call me Doug. We're on a first name basis here. We're brothers, we're sisters. It is not about ego because you, you, you let your barriers down, even at your worst moments, and you let us in, the people that were close, and everybody else. You wanted us to stand up and say, hey, why don't you freaking change your attitude? Why don't you get over it? Like, he freaking loves the hell out of us. He would do anything for us. He would catch a bullet. Well, I actually, I, I feel that way about somebody else right now, currently going through some crap. You don't know how to... He don't know how to pick his head up out of the water and get that breath. He's freaking, you know, drowning, and he doesn't know how to get ahead of it. And eventually he's going to see what matters and who matters and, and how all that plays out. We just got to get him there. And to, to be a part of what's going on, like my eyes have been open so much because you, you really start to see how – being a, a law enforcement officer all of the perspectives and what that looks like is this people people want us to be treated equally and I'm not saying that we shouldn't be but damn it let me tell you this when is the person on the news that's talking crap about us willing to stand up and don the armor and go step in front of a bullet second to that when are they going to step in the house and say ma'am sir your son your child your daughter they're dead they're not willing to do that none of them are willing to do that so the people that want to crucify us the, mo the most they don't even understand what we're even about and that's hard for all of us as being a first responder because honestly at the end of the day, I don't deserve anything special, but I think when you look through that glass, you gotta read what the label says. And it says, I'm more caring and kind and compassionate than you are. I'm willing to do shit that you're never willing to do. All right. And I- Talking about the news guy that gets yeah, people, yeah. Put, people put makeup on his face. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and I, do, I, I don't think that I should be treated the same way. I don't. Yeah. You know, because you're not willing to do what I'm doing. So w when we're talking about our brothers and sisters at work, that whole crap about, oh, we got to CYA, we got to cover our ass. Why don't you just freaking tell them how to do it? Why don't you say, all right, here's what it is. Here's how it goes. You made a mistake. Let's move past that. Here's how we move past that. It's not a law violation. No one died. But... Bro, you can't write a report. Let's fix it. Let me help you. Let me teach you how to be be the best. You know? Because my best might not look like your best. 
but damn it, I'm good at something. So let's highlight that and let's pull that person that's in their darkness, that's falling apart, that can't get their head above water. Why don't we instead of saying, oh, I look better because I wrote you up, why don't we just help them out and show them how to get through this dark time? Because all they want to do is be accepted and they want to be a part of the family. And when they're alone and we allow them to think on their own and to have that quiet time, they're not a part of us. It's all about the team effort. It's all about the group. We didn't become cops to be individuals. We came, became cops to be the family. Can I jump in now? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back just a minute because... Take us back. You, because we talk all the time about support your brothers and sisters, support your brothers and sisters. Then every once in a while, we touch on admin and you touched on admin and then we we jumped right off that topic and if if it doesn't start from the top right. and if there's not buy-in it has to start from the top and trickle down and when we talk about admin um, they're they're so busy and they have a, a whole lot of stuff on their plate on top of looking after all of their staff and their officers and their firefighters um, but you got to tell them how to ad, do it. Admin, that's that's your leadership. And, and in leading, you have to, or they have to lift up. And so that's where that buy-in comes. And that's where it's so important that not only are we talking about you guys supporting each other, but that we're getting the word out there to the leadership out there that there has to be buy-in because you guys are looking up to your admin to 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 help you persevere through things and, and so the short guy <laughs> yeah just a short man <laughs> uh, so hold on i want to cut you off for a minute but I'll, I'll let you go back on um so yes you're right and then but here's the issue that i always say you you, you do need to have buy-in from the from the top but that comes in an, in an organizational structure. Because I always say, when everybody puts that crap out there, here I go again, you know, stop the stigma, break the stigma, no bull crap, fix the freaking problem. So not only do you, you uh, there is a component that needs to be buy-in from the chief on down or the, it, it fire's right. chief as well, right? Mm -hmm. And we know that because I had one chief that told me to get my act together and get back to work. And then I had another chief who put me in his car and drove me, changed the whole way right. I did. I'm here today because of my chief. Because right? of that. Yeah. But I also, you know, what's really important, and I'm looking at people on, on the screen, and most of the people in our audience, they, they get this, right? We have to start from the bottom as well. You can solve, it can start from the bottom. You don't have to, listen, you don't have to have a chief say, yeah, it's okay to go do that. We can take care of each other out there. And that was one of the things that we learned in that training I went to, the inner armor training. These guys right, out of right. London came right. over, right? And I went to North Carolina, did this, spoke there, and then did the training. And really the core value of that was communication, how to communicate with your fellow officers when they're struggling, because that's a big deal too. That, 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 what do you mean? I can't be a dickhead the whole time? No, well, that's yeah, my I'm job. I'm sorry for that, but I mean that's, that's my job. Right, right. 
Um, that's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to be the same asshole this year as I was last year. So, you know, there there's two parts of it. Obviously, you do need buy-in from the chief or from the top and the command staff in order for that trickle-down effect in a department when it comes to policies and treatment and, and you know, care in the department and whether it's peer support programs. But you also have to have buy-in with everybody oh, in yes. the agency. You have, somebody has to make the move because it will domino mm -hmm. effect on there. And the stigma thing where like, oh, it'll come back and, and bite me in the ass years down the road. Because I, I, I had a buddy of mine ask me about that. Well, you know, I can't speak for every state and every organization, right? right. Nobody can do that. But I can tell you this, if, if you have a problem mentally and you seek help for it there are rules in place that shut that down i know for a fact because the how many guys tried to get my personal records i even had defense attorneys try to get my records and i sat there and watched judges tell them the you know to beat it pound sand, yeah no. pound sand you're not getting it so between hipaa rules and 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 whatever the the law is that governs us you know out of washington you know, but here's the key. This is where this is where everybody met, and and I did this too. Right. So here I was a guy who put a gun to his head and pulled the trigger, but my SWAT teammates didn't want to tell because they didn't want me to lose my job. The, right. Do you see the component there when you got when you got a first responder out there who's messed up, and everybody knew I was messed up. You, you know, obviously there was a part of me that was always wild and crazy. But there was a, a huge transition in my behavior. And instead of sitting there, you, you got to realize like, hey, man, listen, this health issue and this mental issue is the most important part right out the gate. Screw the job. Because in, and I hear a lot of guys, even ones that I talk to and right. that call me and they're like, I don't want to lose my job. And I'm like, you don't need to worry about losing your job. Right. You need to worry about losing your, your life. life. Because if you think that you can beat it, that's what people don't understand. The funny term, losing your mind. I know what that's like. I'd lost my mind. I lived it. Like I, I, Karen will tell you, like there's been moments where I sit there and I go, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Like nothing's working. I, I can't focus. I can't concentrate. I hear things. I imagine things like you can look at me. And, you know, Karen will tell you, like, she lived it this weekend. You look at me wrong, I'm going to, um, and, and I'm not in that right state of mind, you're getting your ass kicked. Yeah. There ain't no stopping me. And so that's all a big component when you're losing your mind. I, she's, she's, well, uh, and she's giving me the look. Let, let me take you one step back she's for me all the listeners. You didn't kick her ass this weekend, just to be clear. Right, no. right. I, that's what I was going to jump right. in and say. He wasn't no, no, right. it was right. some right. dude in a parking lot. Yeah. I just sat in the away. car and I was like, oh, oh good here God, go here we go. Yeah. I always tell her, just leave because it's going to get ugly. I love that. I love that. You know, it's, it, it's not easy. Um, but a lot of times, and I, I, I think mainly this is what it is. I think sometimes... You even need to tell the leadership, the senior leadership or the, the command staff, whatever that looks like, you need to tell them what's next. You need to tell them how to buy into it. And if, you know, there's there's a couple laws and theories out there that say, you know, um, 
you know, people are smart enough to lead from the pack. They don't need to go be number one, and they won't be the last one, but they have more influence in the middle. It might be the Peter Principle or something like that. But um, anyways, that person with the influence in your agency that buys into all of this, they need to be your mouthpiece, and they need to – and I'm, maybe I'm specifically talking to you, whoever's listening in that agency – Go talk to the senior leadership and tell them, here's what we got. Here's who it is, and this is the direct path. Maybe it's time for those leaders that haven't been identified that everybody knows as the leaders to step up and start moving. Maybe it's the time at 215 completed suicides this year. Maybe for 2020, maybe all the people that have influence in the agencies Maybe it's time for you to step up and say something, to start moving, to take the next steps forward. If you don't know how, connect with us. We'll start pushing you in that direction. There's a lot of states throughout the United States that are starting to move to get you know, their government buying into it, to, to pass bills, um, to make sure that you're safe, that you can get help, that you can have that difference in your life and continue to be a first responder. Listen. Doug and I both know that you're screwed up because maybe we're screwed up too. Yeah. So don't think you're by yourself. I don't know any any first responder that, I mean, I tell you, if you come to where I work, the first day out of the box, you're likely to see someone die. You're likely to be the first one on scene for the most gnarliest crap you could ever imagine. It happens. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cops on their first day of solo patrol even in an FTO that are going to go to some gnarly stuff so you're not out there by yourself we've been through it your battle buddy's been through it the person that you talk to if they're not a, a first responder maybe they haven't but I mean there's a way to get plugged in and, and we'll connect with them and we'll help you through that connect with us on Facebook call the phone number Reach out, ask a friend for help. There's a hundred ways to, and a, a hundred great agencies and, and probably more that are willing to help you. Wherever you're at, whatever is going on in your life, take a moment. Don't be by yourself. I mean, don't slow down. Push harder, push faster. Fill your heart and your mind up with something that keeps you positive. Fill your cup with the positive. Even when the shit is bad, when the water sucks, you got to push through. You see that shark, you, you swim a little harder. Whatever it is, don't let whoever it is try to b- continue to bring you down. And don't you bring you down. Be with somebody. Stay busy. Keep your mind busy. Push through. Push hard. The holidays aren't easy. It brings back all those emotions. and We're not where we want to be or doing what we want to do. It's not easy. But know that about you. Know that about your your battle buddy to the left and to the right of you and stick together go in packs go on a sniper team always too right now you're talking my language there it is, there it is. Excited. i love that <laughs> smile i love that smile i love when i get to see that smile i don't smile often but you say that magic oh, word yeah. boy i get excited so you're you're right you're you're 100 right so i'm gonna uh chime in real quick hey brian barrett i saw you up there earlier i'm sorry i didn't say hi um so here, here's the thing, deep, deep, deep down inside, man, we all have it. We all have it in us. 
to to persevere. I mean, you see the stories where like the mom lifts the car off the you know off their kid, and you know all them radical stories and survival stories. Man, we we do this on a daily basis in our career, but we don't do it enough in our personal lives because we're so exhausted. So the key component is is set you know set your mind, set your goals. Maybe try it for for the you know for the new year coming in. And say, hey, these are the things that I'm going to do this year. It's real important that you make yourself healthy and happier. You have to make yourself priority one. And like we always say in Spec Ops, Chris, right? right. You can't save somebody else if you can't save yourself. That's true. Period. So you've got to become, you have to take better care of yourself. And the ultimate goal is to get through this career and, and to be happy. And I think people lose focus on being happy. They, you become more focused on, what changed? Did you hear that? The fan. Oh, so you, 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 we get more focused on all the other things and not the important things. And I'm guilty of it too. You know, we, we, we lose focus on, on being happy. Right. I personally have to come home from my trips every week in order to see Karen to be happy. I, there are certain things that I have to do. I have to have her sing to me for five hours a day so and, and, you know, do all this silly stuff she does and to make me laugh. Those are just some of the things that I, that right. I have to do and they get away from me and sometimes it gets worse and she has to like, you know, put her foot down and go, Hey, you're messing up. You're starting to do it. I can get on here and talk all the crap I want, but I'm the worst when it comes to take care of my, you know, myself. Right. I can, I can swim. See that? that was uh, a good cat like reflexes. Good thing. I can swim. I can bike. I can fight. <laughs> I can do all those things. Right. But when it comes time to self care, because I'm notorious for always worrying about everybody else versus, you know, right. you, you spend Typical so much time responder. taking care. So I encourage everybody to make sure that they focus on, on taking care of themselves. Um, you know, there's, it, it, it doesn't always have to, I can't read. Um, and and one of the things, if you do take care of yourself better, some people will see that in you. I know when I came back to work, people saw it in me, and, right. and it started to change, and people started to ask questions. You know, focus on yourself. And, and part of that with taking care of yourself better is don't, it doesn't need to be a Facebook thing. I, I'm literally sick and tired of Facebook because listen, it's look at me, look at me, look at me. I had a surgery. Look at me. I'm here. Look at me. I'm there. And, and it, none of it's positive. And if it's positive, it's bullshit. Right. It's just somebody going, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We spend too much time. That's a whole, we could do a whole episode on that. We spend too much time worrying about everybody else and what everybody else is doing, what everybody else has got. We need to start and everybody needs to take a step back. And I say everybody in our component, I'm not worrying about the doctors and lawyers and right. listen, I'm worried about the cops and firefighters and the other first responders. We need to circle back and start from square one and start to regroup and take better care of ourselves because people, man, it is horrible out there. The world is getting to be a nasty, nasty place. Yeah. People hate us, right? Right. Absolutely. Like I always tell everybody, nobody's putting the cops on calendars with no. our shirts uh, off, you know? So it, it, we, we, we need to take care of each other a right. lot more. It's really, really important. And uh, that's kind of it on my tangent. You know, um, this will 
this is probably the last show for the year. I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know. Karen, um, unless we can squeeze it, it in. Karen's got some announcements to make. Um, I don't know. December 30th, we could. We're not going to be here. We're going to be out of town. Having a hobby really helps. Yeah, having a hobby helps. Having all kinds of stuff. You've, you've got you've to pick your things and you've got to stick to it. And for the New Year's, what I challenge everybody to do is instead of setting the New Year's resolution like I'm going to go on a diet and I'm going to lose weight, that's a crock of shit. Yeah, it's going to be f- fat in three weeks anyway, right? right. So it, 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 how about just setting a simple goal? Of like saying, I'm going to start to take better care of myself, and that's that's why I said, you know, I don't I don't set a goal. I set a theme for the year. Yeah, theme. people first. I didn't even consider myself, you know, for 2019. I said, what? Well, I guess I did. What can I do to help people? You know, you know. Of course, the show started. You know, we we've connected with so many different people um, to put people first, and and which is incredible to me. Um, but when you set that theme, listen, I have a rule. <laughs> I, I go back to this rule real quick because you were talking about food. At the police department, the, the first year I came into community policing, I'm walking through uh, Sam's with the chief. He's like, man, I'm hangry. I said, yeah, there's a new rule. By the way, October, November, and December, I don't care about January. October, November, December when I'm working, there are no diets. Y'all should cut that crap out. You would drink all the eggnog, eat all the cookies, all the cake, all the turkey, whatever you eat during the holidays. Hey, have some fun. Live once, right? I'm tired of diets, especially October, November, December. So that's the rule. Come out and party with us this weekend, December 21st, at the Dirty Oar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Have a good time. Drink, be merry. Bring your friends. Bring your family. If you're by yourself. Wear a T-shirt. Wear an ugly sweater that says only me or I'm by myself. I don't know. Something. We'll find someone to connect with you. I don't know. We'll introduce you to somebody. Um, but it's important to to get out of the house, to have people around you. I, I couldn't say it enough. I'm going to let Karen take us out of here with uh, of what's coming up. We expect to see you in January. I'm, I'm going to chime in on one comment really quick um sean sean said do people really hate us or you guys or is this just the perception that people hate you guys i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with that i the vast i think the media and like you said we go on social media all the time and we're so focused on that kind of stuff that the i think the perception that um i I agree you guys don't get the respect that you deserve but i think that a big perception that because of media is everybody you know hates the cops hates the cops i can tell you from i think the majority of people love us. the majority of people love first responders and support first responders and i think that's really 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 important for us to say that 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 the the majority of people really do love you guys and appreciate you guys and and realize that 
we don't do your job because we couldn't do your job. Um, we, we don't want to do your job. And so we appreciate what you guys do. So, so thank you, Sean, for bringing that up because I think it's very easy to get that perception when all we do is listen to the crap that's on the news, listen to the crap that's you know on social media and look at the videos of people you know with their phones that video record. Um, all the nonsense that goes on, but really the majority of people really do love first responders and are so appreciative for everything that you guys um, do. So thank you very much. Um, yes, Saturday at the Dirty Ore, we have our holiday party. It starts at six o'clock. And so we really, really hope that everybody comes out. We're going to be offering a discount for the Run for Responders 5K. So um, you can sign up now, but if you come to the party, that's the only place you're gonna be able to get the discount. Um, at is if you come to the party and you actually register at our party. And so Paul just said the more the merrier. The more the merrier. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be a good time. So please come out and join us. Um, January 4th at 6 p.m. We have our Run for Responders 5K. Registration is starting to roll here. Are, are those medals up now, Jesse? Mm -hmm. um, these are your two choices of medals. So when you cross the finish line, you will either have your choice of getting the police badge, which is similar to last year's, but we've added a little bit of color. Or if you ran it last year and you want um, fire the medallion. fire, the fire medallion, is that yeah. what you call it? The fire medallion. You'll have that choice as well. So it's going to be an amazing night, beautiful night. It's always beautiful in January and Coco village always has their little sparkly lights still up at that time. Yeah, so Chris decorated for so please, um, you can register on run sign up and then June 13th, we have our first responder, uh, Kayla. I, uh, yes, I know, because last, last time I said first responder ball. and um, I said first responders. And exactly. Yeah. So we're going to change it to, to gala now. Yeah, I like gala. <laughs> I like gala. gala uh, it's got to be gala. Gala, gala, whatever you want to call it. Ball. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really care. We can call it balls if you want. <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> but it's going to be an amazing night. Um, so keep your ears peel, peeled for that because we're going to start selling tickets in February, right? Didn't we decide Absolutely, the very beginning yep. of February we're going to start selling tickets for that? So um, first up, we'll see you Saturday night, and then we'll see you in January. Um, I don't think we'll be back before the year ends out. So before Merry Christmas year. to everybody. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that stuff. And uh, Happy whoever. We love you. Yeah. But, I mean, tell someone you love them. Tell a res first responder you love them. We're so appreciative for our, all of your support throughout this year. We look forward to a great next year. Pray for Doug. Pray for all of us. And we'll see you soon. I think we're out. See ya. To the body, one to the head. Cats rule.